Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Good morning. My name is Promise, and you're listening to Dare Prayer's Morning Bible Study. We're so glad you could join us, but before we get into the word, let's open up in prayer. Lord, just thank you for today. Just thank you for providing for us and just giving us everything you want us to have, Lord. And Lord, I also just thank you for not forcing your will upon us, Lord, but allowing us to come into it, Lord, so that we're willing when we come to what you have for us, Lord. In the name of Jesus, amen. <laughs> in Jesus' amen. name, amen. Jesus' mighty name. And amen. Well, good morning and welcome, everyone. Glad to have you with us as we continue our study and discussion of the Word. We are in Acts and in chapter 17, and this morning we will be discussing or continuing our discussion of verses 16 through 34. So if you're joining us for the first time covering that section of Scripture, I want to encourage you to uh, take the time and opportunity to pause the episode and read through that section of scripture to aid in following along in the discussion. Amen? Amen. Amen. Okay, and now the floor is open to give each of you the opportunity to share what the Holy Spirit is speaking and ministering to you and, of course, to ask any questions that you may have. So who would like to begin? I will. All right, promise. Okay, so first Lord's um talked to me about the Athens where it said Athenians where it said that they didn't spend any they only spent their time listening to telling something or listening to something else and so I couldn't find it the previous podcast, so I'm just gonna paraphrase it. It talks about how the people would they heaped up to themselves false prophets because they had itchy ears and they would listen to those people. Okay. And, sorry, it was also false teachers and to... Yeah, val- not, not false prophets. Second Timothy 4.3. For the time will come will men, when men will not talk, tolerate or listen to sound doctrine, but having itching ears, they will gather themselves teachers. All right? Essentially, yes. I'll paraphrase the rest, to... Hear their own desires. Hmm. But along that thought, I want to, I want to, I guess, kind of challenge you with this and and get you to see this a little bit differently. Let's read down what the Apostle Paul is saying here to them. Um, and uh, let's see, where is it? Verse twenty-seven. It says, "So that they should seek the Lord in the hope that they might grope for Him and find Him." though he is not far from each one of us. Amen. So the, what the Apostle Paul was talking about in Timothy, and which makes a, a distinction and a difference between these people here, is that these people are ignorant. And they are out of their internal 
knowledge that they need God, they need God in their life. They, they didn't know who he was specifically. So mm-hmm. they're trying, well, maybe it's this one. Well, maybe it's that one. Maybe it's this one. Maybe it's that one. I know I need a God, but who is he? Where is he? How do I find him? So they're scrolling through and, and working out of their own, um, the information that was passed down from their previous generations or whatnot, but working through and going, but they know those people weren't enough, which is why they had the, the altar to the unknown God, because it, that need that each one of us has on the inside of us that Romans talks about, that we know that there is a God. We're looking at creation in our own nature and we know there is a God and that desire we have on the inside of us for him causes them to cry out, but they hadn't yet had a preacher come and tell them who the true and living God was. Mm -hmm. Just like Nineveh, they were doing these things out of ignorance. But once the opportunity came for them to know the real God, they said, okay, we'll stop it. Let's fast. Let's put on sackcloth and ashes and let's get this corrected. So let's but, repent. <laughs> get yeah. Back into rep- alignment with the Lord. Yes. And, and come to God, the true and living God. Now, Jesus is being presented to them. So how they proceeded beyond this point would correct or correlate them more to what you're seeing in Timothy. Those people in Timothy had a knowledge of what was right. They knew what was right to do, but then they chose not to do it and mm-hmm. said, well, we don't agree with that. We're going to find teachers who will say what we want them to say. We're going to pay for them to tell the information the way we want it. So it'll uh, condone our actions and behaviors, heaping up teachers for themselves, meaning I know what I should be doing, but I'm going to pay you or I'm going to seek you out. I'm going to lift you up. So you'll say what I want. And then I won't be guilty that the latter, the the ones in Timothy are more akin to Cain and Genesis. There is a malicious intent. There is purposeful rebelling against God where these people in Athens were ignorantly rebelling against God. They were ignorant of who he was truly. So that's why the Lord, you see how gently the Lord through Paul preaches Christ to them. It's not, it's not anything that's like, you know, better and get it together where, when the apostle Paul was speaking to Timothy, that was very frank and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like this is what's going on. These are, this is why they're doing the things that they're doing. And this is how they're going to respond. There was a knowledge of what was right and a conscious act to disregard the will and the way of God noted in um, second Timothy when he was talking to him about this, but these ones. This one, these people are out of ignorance and the Lord is going, you're groping for him because this is what God put on the inside of you. And without him, you can do nothing. This is why you live and move and have your being. This is, he is the reason why. Um, so go ahead, sweetheart. Well, Lord, um, talking to me about, um, as you said, Especially when the, how the people responded after Paul preached them, it said that only few of them um, came to Lawrence. It said that the other ones um, didn't. And so, Lord, show me that, as you had said, my that the they all been presented with the same option. It's just a matter of how they received it and mm-hmm. whether or not they would choose it or not. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Uh, there's something that happens on the inside of humanity when Christ is preached to us and we say no, the heart is hardened because you, in order to tell God, no, you have to harden your heart and resist mm-hmm. him. So there's something that happens when and genuine Christ is revealed and he knocks on the door. That's why he says, don't harden your heart as they did in the rebellion. You heard what God wanted. 
And in order for you to come to a conclusion of not moving with him is because you determined you were going to say no. And that determination to say no results in the hardness of heart. And if you push it far enough, it becomes you are seared with a hot iron, right? And you, when yes. you start to pervert the ways of, of God and the ways of justice that you know are right and refusing him further only leads you further away. And what is further from God? More sin, right? Mm-hmm. And um, more corruption of purpose and the human body and things of that nature. So what I love about the Lord I mean, I love everything about him, but <laughs> one of these things, one of the things is that he gives everyone a chance and then he gives another chance and he will continue to love on us and to pursue us and to offer himself to us an opportunity to us until the opportunity is no longer presented or until it's not available anymore. But he's such a good God. He's able to even redeem us when we have told him no. And he's willing to do so if come to yourself, right? Like the the prodigal son who was laying in pig wallow, who had hearted him, himself so much that he was engaging in all kind of ungodly behaviors and now living in a, a pig slop as a result. And when he came to himself, he said, oh, it's better for me at home with my father. Let me see if I can at least slide in, get in the door and be a servant there. I'd rather be a servant in his house than lay in the wallow with the pigs and claim that he's lord of the mire right <laughs> that's my that last part is is my perception of it yes you can say that you're the king of what the pig slop hmm so well i mean that that's one example i'll give you another one that pertains to this what about job and job said he was righteous and blameless mm-hmm. right but then um you can look at chapter 42 Job begins to answer the Lord all these questions as the Lord's asked him, challenging him. But verse 5 and 6, uh, he makes this statement. He said, I have heard of you by the hearing of the ear, but now my eye sees you. Therefore, I abhor myself and repent in dust and ashes. Mm-hmm. So this is someone that the Lord considered to be righteous. And there's even scripture where he says, if Job and Daniel and uh, Noah <laughs> Name were all to, the righteous folks you right, can find the in the most righteous God. people <laughs> you can find in the world, right? If those people were to intercede for the city, uh, they'd only save themselves. You could say world-changing righteousness was in your presence. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. Guess what? It's not enough. <laughs> but, <laughs> Except but for that of Jesus. I bring that up because even Job came to a deeper realization understanding revelation you know receiving the revelation mm-hmm. came to a deeper you know knowledge and understanding of the lord and who he is mm-hmm. and uh, you know it oh, well, i'll say prompted some change like, even oh, within him who knew the lord and the lord, lord considered him righteous exactly yeah. so you know just something for us to consider again it's not about judging others mm-hmm. like oh this is where they're at well where are we at and there's still room much room for growth and Amen. spiritual development. Right. So, I mean, if we could compare it to modern day, Job would be a a, a seasoned believer, right? He'd be a seasoned believer per, um, declaring to God how much he had done for him and how, how long he's been in the ministry and how many people have gotten saved under his ministry. How, and, how many decades and <laughs> yes, around the world. And, oh, right. Yes. And the, the Lord is like, is that right? <laughs> Come on, let me let me question you, sir about, you know, what these things in creation, do you know where this is? Do you know where that is? Who founded this? Who fastened that? And um, when did I do it, by the way? And how did I go about it? You know, as that's how the Lord would put that. And these these um, Athenians would be like, um, 
infants, new, new, new believers, or yes, unbelievers like, that exactly. are observing. And each one of us still has to come to God in humility and at the same way. But it's just as much needed that um, coming to him with repentance is just as much needed for the unbeliever as it is for the believer. Amen. And ma- maintaining that, God, you're right. God, you're you're more righteous than I am. Your righteousness is all there is. That's the only standard. And I'm I'm here by your pure grace and mercy. So mm-hmm. I'm no longer a sinner because I'm a believer, but I certainly am here by grace. So oh. let me continue in that. I am the righteousness in Christ Jesus. Of God in Christ Jesus. Exactly. Yes and amen. Well, that's, that's who we are as believers. So understanding who you are in your place, but where it comes from. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, promise. And Lord's also talking to me about how the people, though they heard the words of Paul, they didn't fully turn to the Lord. And it said that only a few turned to him, um, the Lord that is. And the Lord reminded me of modern day how there's several groups of people, while they the Lord's preached to them, they only take part of it, and instead of taking the full thing, they only say that, they only take certain parts of it and say that's good and stop at the doorway instead of walking fully in. Mm-hmm. And that, that's a propensity that all humans have. But our job, and and one of the reasons that the Lord asked us to start this podcast is so we no longer are just stopping at the door. We're not remaining outside, but Mm -hmm. we're proceeding all the way in, all the way in to the throne of God. We're coming all the way in, full maturity, fullness and wholeness in our relationship with Him, and not just taking a piece or a part of what is offered to us in our salvation package, if you will, what's offered to us through Christ, but the whole thing. God's best, everything that Jesus provided to us through his death, burial, and resurrection, his sinless life first, and then his death, burial, and resurrection, and being seated at the right hand of the Father, all that he has given us, all that belongs to him that he's declaring unto us, we want you to come to that place of fullness, of your fullness in him, your place of maturity in him, so that you're able to flourish in and for God. He can move mightily through you, and that you leave this earth and receive a well done from your heavenly father. That's what we want to do here. That's what the Lord wants for us. So each one of us could go, well, Lord, I'll take you as my savior concerning just keeping me out of hell, but you don't have a say in any other part of my life, or I'll, I'll take you as my savior. You can keep me out of hell and you can restore my marriage, but don't tell me how to raise my kids or don't tell me what to do with my finances. Any person could have that kind of incremental or segmental type of relationship with God. And it's as we mature and we fellowship with him and we come like children and full of faith and trust in him that we open ourselves and the door of our entirety, our being and life mm-hmm. fully to him that will receive what he fully has to offer. But we have to position ourselves that way. We have to agree to that and really understand and know what it means for him to be our Lord and savior. Mm-hmm. What else? It then, um, where Paul was talking to the Athenians, I believe they were, and how he said that he gave assurance to the um, fact that Jesus was the Son of God by rising, res- uh, rising up from the dead. In the Lord Miami of Hebrews, um, I believe it's Hebrews 3, where it says that he died to... Um, Destroy, not just, just 
I'll flip there. Okay. And while you're looking for that, I, I just wanted to quickly contrast how Paul spoke differently to the Jews than to these Athenians. Exactly. The Jews, he took them to their history from Abraham, and he mm-hmm. did go to Adam, but for them, he took them to Noah. Right. From, from one blood, that would be referencing back to Noah. Mm-hmm. And, and, and after the flood. Mm-hmm, and bringing them forward. And I appreciate that because it's like, even though you're not a Jew, you still have a history. Amen. And we all, I mean, you could, the one blood would initially be Adam, sure. And then after that, it would be Noah and his generations. But it was, it's just a blessing to see, like, you have a point here too. Um, Actually, this probably does go back to Adam more specifically. Mm -hmm. Um, And then brings them forward with the same history going, you're from the same fabric and cloth that I'm from. Yes, I may have been born into this segment of the family, but you were there as well. From one, from one, all the people on the face of the earth or every nation of men to dwell on all the face of the earth and has determined their pre-appointed times and the boundaries of their dwellings. I just, I love that and I appreciate that about the Lord. Promise, did you find what you were looking for? Yes. Okay, go ahead, baby. Okay, it's Hebrews... Um, chapter 2 verse 10 where it says for it was okay for it was fitting for him for whom are all things by whom are all things to we know that's the wrong verse sorry Mm -hmm. skip to the wrong place where are you sending everybody uh it's actually verse 14 where it says inasmuch as the children have partaken of flesh and blood he himself likewise shaped, shared in the same, that through death he might destroy him who had the power of death, that is, the devil. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to read verse 15, which says, And release those who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. Amen. Mm-hmm. And I want to bring you back to previous things that Acts were... Stephen, I believe, was talking to the Samaritans. Um, no, it's Philip. When he was talking to Samaritans and said when they were freed from, when they actually accepted the Lord and said that there was great joy inside of the city. Mm-hmm. And if we come back to Acts, it talks about that, um, Mommy brought this up, that they were groping blindly for the Lord because they knew that he, they already knew that there was the Lord there. They were just looking for him and they hadn't found him yet. Mm-hmm. And so the Lord's reminding me that it's up to all of us to actually accept the Lord into our life. The Lord's not going to try to push his way through through the door, but you have to accept him. Mm-hmm. And he reminded me of Cain where um, the Lord showed me that that was one of the first instances where it directly shows the Holy Spirit talking to someone. And that's when the Lord is telling Cain, hey, this is what's going to happen if you don't, re- if you don't resist that then you're going to be driven out. And he was saying, don't, he was telling Cain not to murder Abel. Okay. Don't give in to sin in any way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. But what? Cain didn't listen? Yes. Okay. So, so then what you're saying, what I understand that you're saying is it's incumbent upon us to make the choice of whom we will serve. Mm-hmm. 
right? Because so you have, oh, I mean, we'll skip a little bit towards the end, right? Of this section in Acts 17, right? Verse 32 begins with the, you could say the results of what Paul was teaching those at the Oropagus, right? And he says, yes. it says very plainly that, yeah, they heard of the resurrection, some mocked. And others said, yeah, we'll listen again. They hadn't closed out their ears mm-hmm. or shut their ears off, or, if you will. But they were willing to, to listen some more. Mm-hmm. Hadn't fully made a choice or a decision yet. However, they were still open to hearing more. But then it says how Paul departed from among them. He had done everything the Lord had asked him to do. And people had the opportunity to make a choice. So uh, I'm bringing that up because it's important. Leave the results for, for those that are already in the faith, that are being sent. Mm-hmm. Leave the results up to the Lord. Amen. Let him have his perfect way. He gives everyone an opportunity. <laughs> and you see here, even some even, they rejected it. Another said, we're open and willing to listen. Okay. But Paul is on this journey. And some said, we're, they, some believed, verse 34, and joined exactly, him. Exactly, yes. I hadn't gotten to that part yet. Oh, okay. Right? But, I was going to say, he did He did all three, which is mm-hmm. akin to Mark 4. We were talking about the, the sower sows the word. Some exactly had different, ex- each one of them had different experiences. Same word was sown, but each parcel of ground had a different experience based on where they, mm-hmm. what their decision was. And then... But you also see in here in this section the, the fulfillment of, of Scripture or a partial fulfillment of Scripture where it says some sows, others water, and some reap in the harvest. Amen. Right? It wasn't, yes. well, I can't go further, Lord, because there's still work here. I ha- still haven't reached everybody. Or I not everyone has witnessed ev- all the people I speak to converting. Converting. Exactly. Right. Exactly. And he just said, no, I've done what the Lord has called me to do, and I'm going to move forward. And either A, the Lord is going to send someone else to water the seeds that have been planted mm-hmm. and or they are going to have to seek the lord out for themselves right mm-hmm. you, you yes. read about that whether it was jesus whether it was john the baptist and right and especially those two i mean john the baptist was in the wilderness he was removed from the city but they came out to listen to him and it didn't matter where jesus went they followed him literally around the country the nation of israel to hear his words. And Jesus didn't preach the word for, fit personally himself to every creature in every nation, not mm-hmm. every creature, but every person in every nation. Nation. He didn't personally do that. He left that for us to finish Amen. that particular job of doing that. And, and here's just comfort for your heart. If God was able to save you <laughs> and get you to where you <laughs> need to be, then that means he's able to do it for any and everyone. So your business is to enter in by faith Obey what God tells you to do. Do what he tells you to do. Say what he tells you to say. Go where he tells you to go, right? Do that. Complete yes. the charge and the task and assignment he's given you, and then let him carry out the rest of what he wants, the the rest that he's got a plan for. Amen. Because mm-hmm. he's able to do it. If he got me and he got you, then he'll get everybody else. He knows the arm of the it. Lord is not too short that it cannot That's save. That's right. There you have it. So, and he who started a good work, is able and will perfect it, finish it. Glory to God. So, Amen to that. Let's pause there for today and allow the opportunity for the Holy Spirit to minister to you and, and you the opportunity to search out the scriptures. And with that, can I get a volunteer to close out in prayer, please? I will. All right, Charles.
Lord, we just thank you. And we just take some time to fully thank you for everything that you've done in our lives, Lord. And Lord, we also just thank you that you continue to work good things in our lives, Lord. And Lord, we just thank you that you continue to perfect us in you, Lord. For we know that we were not without sin, Lord, without you, but that you have taken our sin and have borne it for us, Lord. And Lord, we also just thank you that we can repent and come back to you, Lord, and that you do not stiff arm us, but that you draw us close to you when we truly and fully repent. In Jesus' name, amen. Jesus' mighty name, amen. And amen. Well, we love you. God bless you. And have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, take care and God bless you.